0: This story is called, My Cheating Wife is Pregnant. She doesn't want to get a paternity test. I'm gonna get into this story here in a second, Um, but I came across something that talked about when a child is born to married parents. Here is what I found. Like all states in California, when a child is born to married parents, the law automatically assumes the woman's husband is the biological and legal father of the child. But when a child is born to unwed parents, the child has no legal father. So,
1: Jersey, Judah, back, not wasting any time with this. Another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. And before I officially get started, I cannot just start the episode randomly like that. Disclaimer. This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule
0: Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We go hard on three
1: o four, so you can understand their nature. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. Okay, so Jersey Judah, just starting off with a video. I was. I was actually doing not this video, but I was going through this channel, Tony's cheating stories. He black on YouTube. He goes through a lot of the stories that guys send him about the wives cheating on them and, you know, then finding their wives, screwing this and that, whatever. Did a two hour plus episode last night, mentioned it in the last episode this morning, which I was able to upload. And I talked about how I went over two hours and because of that, the video or the audio had trouble uploading, so I had to scrap it. So now I'm here to redeem myself. 1137 AM technically on my break because I got to charge these battery packs for um, this weed whacker and this leaf blower. So I'm charging that while I'm doing the episode. So I'm actually multitasking. So I figured the best thing to do is sort of redeem myself. And so what I'm doing is jumping right into the fuckery, right into the madness, right? And we got two videos. The first video that we're currently going over is called, My Wife is Pregnant and Refuses to Take Paternity Test. The second video is called, Wife's Atlanta Vacation Turns Into a infidelity scandal let's not waste time let's get right back into the nonsense let's get right back into the fuckery.
0: that brings us to the question about paying child support can the court order a man to pay child support without establishing legal paternity the answer is no the family courts cannot issue child support or child custody orders until paternity is established I would beg to challenge all of that because there are men out here that are paying for kids that are not even theirs. My daughter has (laughs) been babysitting her little brother when my (laughs) wife has custody of our son. I realized that my daughter was hiding something from me. Later, she told me that my wife is pregnant. Apparently, she found out a couple of weeks ago but didn't want to speak up because she didn't think it was her place. Mm. Of course... I confronted my wife about the situation and demanded a paternity test because I'm not sure if the child is mine or not. Based on the timeline she provided, there's a good chance it might be mine. Obviously, I asked for a paternity test since my wife is still covered under my insurance. I don't think it's fair for me to be responsible for her medical bills if I'm not the father. However, she has- However, you fell for it. Used to take the test at the moment. I told her that she would not receive my support if she doesn't take a paternity test and I will remove her from my health insurance. She made it clear that she would not be getting any paternity test done. And she'll inform me once the baby is born to arrange for the test. It's just sad how she's choosing to weaponize the situation to hurt me when she's the one who broke up our marriage in the first.
1: Yeah, that's how it usually works. Remember when I talk about how a woman will weaponize the child, even weaponize her pregnancy? Yeah, she'll weaponize the child. And when and once the child is born, she'll tell the child everything bad about you and make you feel like make you seem like you're the victim or you're the bad guy and make the make the mother will make herself seem like she's the victim. She's the innocent one.
0: Place. I got myself into a terrible situation that I don't know how to deal with. Let's go over some of these comments. I'm assuming your divorce is still pending. I don't see an issue with removing her from your insurance now, unless your lawyer advises otherwise. The only support you should be giving her is directly related to your son's care. Anything else she's responsible for, and you shouldn't be paying for anything related to her. She chose this path and future. You should be doing everything you can to ensure your own future is a happier place. If you haven't already, move to a co-parenting app and speak with a lawyer about liabilities concerning the unborn baby to make sure you don't accidentally accept responsibility before a paternity test. I know you're still hurting from the betrayal, but move on from this dumpster fire as much as you're able. Good luck. This is a perfect reason why you do not sign that birth certificate. Listen to this person. This is true. My fiance has a member of his family being sued for child support because he has his name on the birth certificate. There it is. Even though another guy has already been proven to be the father, the guy is. I don't know how certain
1: guys are just that slow to not understand that that happens. You know, what I mean, like that happens. Worst, the worst thing is you'll have the women who convince the guys that the child is theirs and and the woman knows that that child does not belong to the father. But once that man signs his name on that birth certificate, it's set in stone. He's responsible for that child. And a lot of these women go into the situation knowing that. So it really ain't it's, it's not much of a surprise to see these guys get railroaded at the end
0: and they get his name off the birth certificate a paternity test while pregnant is as simple as a blood draw the fact that she is hesitating to do that speaks volumes please do not take direction from your wife speak only to your lawyer about this and follow his advice maybe there is some way he can get a court order to compel the test In the meantime, start using a co-parenting app. Stop talking about the pregnancy with your soon-to-be ex in case it in some way jeopardizes your case. She is not to be trusted. Yeah, your lawyer sounds remarkably cavalier about this. You can be forced to provide for a child for 18 years, even though it's not yours. This is major. Beta. Damn. Damn. Are you a beta male? Beta? beta! 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 Beta!
1: Emotional damage! Damn. <laughs> take, take care of somebody else's child that's not yours for the next 18 years and actually believe that the child is
0: yours? That's cold. Not sign anything. Make sure everyone knows the paternity is in question. It's easier to do this before a baby is born. Contest paternity at every hearing. Do not get stuck holding the bag.
1: Oh, shit. This guy
0: sounds upset. That's the most ridiculous thing ever. Can you not be taken off even if you prove you're not the father? What if you find out who the father is? It really seems like because the state doesn't want to take responsibility for the child, they will saddle any guy with the responsibility, even if it's not theirs. This idea that any father is better than no father gets on my nerves. No one should have to be financially responsible.
1: Although logically that, that, that there is a point to be made from that, I don't think the actual fatherly role is what is meant by that, though. I think um, some form of mentor for a lot of these young men, it can it can simply be a football coach, basketball coach in a school setting, educational setting, guidance counselor, things of that nature. Right. I don't think it's I don't know, man, that's that's a that's a definite it's a touchy one because, yeah, a lot of these kids, a lot of these children coming up, they don't have a father's, but that's not your responsibility. You're not responsible for those children.
0: It's Fucked up to say it like that, but it is what it is. For someone else for 18 years when they should have no legal obligation to here is a response to the previous comment. This is very common, actually. It applies to people still married 300 days after the child is born, generally, and means he'll be placed on the birth certificate automatically. He usually has something like up to four years after the child is born to have this challenged via a DNA test. Some cheaters execute Dorvo, while the worthwhile ones take accountability. From the last update until now, has she fully acknowledged her affair without blame shifting? I hate to say this, but more times the cheater is not worth saving because they refuse to do the hard work to fix themselves. The logic that they use to give themselves permission to cheat is still present. And if anybody, that's
1: my old coworker, Who's leaving Um, when anybody talks about forgiving a cheater. I just look at the people who forgive to be tolerable of abuse, like they'll tolerate it. Like you have to really think about it because there's no other abuse. That's more damning than the person that you're with going out and sleeping with and being with somebody else. And then instead of you thinking for yourself and going, wait, I don't have to tolerate this. You instead go, well, is there something worth saving? No. Yeah, there's something worth saving. You ain't going to like what it is. That's that's worth saving for you. But the reality is when you're in that situation, The one thing that you can save is time and energy and move on. Instead, these people, they try to fix the problem that they didn't. You're trying to fix a situation that you didn't cause the problem in. The person who cheated on you is responsible. The fact that they cheated sort of it's a signal, it's a sign that, you know, the relationship wasn't gonna work. The guy or the woman, but mostly guys who find themselves trying to fix a problem that they didn't cause, will usually be the ones who are fucked over at the end. Trust
0: me. To your marriage, if she refuses to do the hard work, you should stop saying she's your wife and start shifting your thoughts as soon to be ex-wife It's two years and courts can force a test. Insert it's a trap meme and get out before you get screwed. Cut the cancer while you still have a chance. Name the AP as the father because courts only care if the child is provided. You need to not get pinned for paying for this child. Courts will lean towards the AP if they can confirm and pin the responsibility on him. I hope he's the only guy might be more APs. This is the last comment I'll do. Unfortunately, you cannot make her take a prenatal paternity test. You can have your lawyer file a petition for the DNA test after birth. I doubt you will be able to remove her off of your insurance if she is unemployed and has no other options for insurance. It's a fucked up situation. You don't want to support her through this pregnancy, especially if it's AP's baby. But what if it's yours? Tough spot to be in. Yeah, he is in a tough spot. If his wife won't take a paternity test, the most important thing for him, I think, is to not sign anything related to that unborn child and to try to take his lawyer's advice. Hopefully, his lawyer is giving him good advice. Until next time. It was a typical Tuesday morning in our Nashville home. I was just finishing my...
1: Okay, before we go over that, we're gonna take that back when the time is right. Like I said, man, I wanted to jump on and do something right away while I had the chance. I did a good stretch of my work for the day and really for the weekend. There is a good amount of things that I still gotta do but I think I can do those just in time to get the fuck out of here and enjoy another three day weekend. But yeah, guys in a tough tough situation, a lot of guys find themselves in these situations, right? You're with a woman, you think everything is good, everything is fine. And then you notice something. It could be the smallest things. It can be the smallest things that you pay zero attention to that actually become something like a macrocosm later on can be the smallest things. Oh, well, you know, she's not calling you how she used to call you. Oh, she has two words slash one word responses. She's changing up the plans the last minute right? Now you, you find yourself rescheduling a date that the bitch canceled three times and she's still telling you to reschedule and you're still rescheduling it. But to be caught up in a situation where a woman that you're dealing with, a woman that you're talking to, this is why marriage at one time was important because the ring and, you know, the commitment and, you know, if we have sex, I get you pregnant. I know the child is mine. I know you're not sleeping around. You know, I'm not sleeping around, etc. etc. But those things are gone. And it's it's the relationships that involve cheating. That's usually lopsided it for a guy. And it's funny because I mentioned this last night in the episode that I couldn't upload, but I mentioned how the guy In one story, right, he was describing his relationship as if it was a woman that's just a roommate. Like he didn't mention anything intimate about her, didn't mention anything about how attractive she was to him. Nothing of that sort. Oh, we get along. Some days I cook. Some days she cooks. Some days I wash dishes. Some days she wash dishes and it's the it's it's stupid. Of course, she's going to end up cheating on you. She has no respect for you now to cheat on a guy to cheat on the guy, get pregnant by another guy and then go back to the guy and say that you're the father and no, I'm not taking the paternity test. Bitch, you're guilty. Beat it. But time and time again, man, these women will weaponize the children, even if the father is not the child of the children. Oh, you should be here. How could you let me take care of a child by myself? Well, unfortunately, you didn't make the child by yourself and you didn't stay with the man after you had the child. So that's going to be something that you're going to have to deal with. And it's an easy it's an easy task for women to make guys seem like villains for feeling that way and being that way. But it's common sense. We're not responsible. And none of us should be held accountable, but in certain states, you got to be careful with how these people run the court systems, man. They out there trying to castrate these men, damn near, trying to get them the fuck out of there. Oh, uh, you had this child with this woman. You could have never had an altercation with the woman. You may have never had an argument with the woman. Just a small disagreement, and y'all went your separate uh, separate ways, right? She'll take gas to court and mention all this other bullshit. And, you know, before they they even question her, they're going directly to you. Well, what is this? What is this all about? Bitch don't got a job. Bitch ain't doing nothing. But they still give her the custody of the children. Behind the scenes, they nudge her and they go, Hey, don't worry about anything. You know, your baby daddy, he's gone. The government is your new baby father. We'll get you on programs. Just throw the man under the bus. That's what these bitches did. And they did it with glee. They were happy to do it. But now this guy... Well... (laughs) if If I'm to assume... I'm going to assume that he's not the father. But then again... I don't know what transpired beforehand so I can't get too deep into detail. Like I said, I wanted to go through these short clips just to give you all a preview. Pretty much half of what I went through the night before an episode that was too large to upload. I will do a micro sized episode with a couple of bonuses here and there. But right here in this next video, We got a wife of a husband who went and, you know, the wife's Atlanta vacation turned into an infidelity scandal. That's what the video is called. Tony's Cheating Stories, video number two. Let's get it.
0: It was a typical Tuesday morning in our Nashville home. I was just finishing my second cup of coffee when my wife suddenly looked up from her laptop with an excited gleam in her eyes. Guess what? She exclaimed her lips curved in a huge smile. I want a vacation to Atlanta in a raffle at work. I was surprised. That's amazing. I replied, truly pleased for her. When are you leaving? She quickly checked the email again this weekend. They've arranged everything. A fancy hotel in downtown Atlanta, sightseeing tours, the whole nine yards. And it's
1: so When was it established that you weren't going with your wife to Atlanta? That's my thing. So it was just one ticket she won. See, like shit like that is is weird. Like, who are you meeting up there? Do you know anybody in Atlanta? This isn't just a bitch you're talking to. This is a woman that you're married to. So that's so that kind of becomes a thing. But then again, you know, female dating strategies and all these fucking female rejects. They'll look at at the guys who say that and be like, you're insecure. How dare you? She just wants time to herself. Bitch, shut the fuck up. Stay out of my marriage. Stay out of my fucking relationship. Okay? That's how things used to be. Now it don't matter. Bitches talk about how the guy that she's with ain't doing this, ain't doing that. She on Facebook with it. She on Instagram with it. she out there openly flirting with with guys, even though she's in a committed relationship. This shit is known to happen on the regular. Okay, Not every woman, you it's not every woman in the USA, but any woman in the USA. Not every but any. They ain't like that. They they, they're not all like that, but they're all capable
0: whole week she seemed genuinely thrilled and why wouldn't she be with her demanding job at the call center a break was exactly what she needed i tried to hide the tinge of disappointment i felt i ran my own construction business and couldn't just up and leave for a week but i knew she needed this so i nodded managing a smile have a time to get some side bro
1: time to go out there and get some side you knew she's going to be out there looking for dick (laughs) Where was where was she going again?
0: I gotta I gotta I gotta hear that back of where she was actually going time honey I told her hoping she'd come back refreshed and so the day came <laughs> we refreshed. stood at the doorstep saying our goodbyes my wife and her new son hat, looked radiant as we hugged she promised to call every day and tell me about her adventures I watched as she drove off her car disappearing around the corner the first couple of days went by just as I expected my wife would call me every night brimming with stories about the new people she met and the places she visited her voice was full of life bubbling with excitement It made me happy to hear her so full of energy. Yet, by the fourth day, things took an unexpected turn. I sat down on the couch after a long day at work, waiting for the familiar ring of my wife's call. As the hours slipped by, my worry grew. This was the first night she hadn't called. It was unlike her. She was always punctual.
1: Beta! Beta! Oh, I gotta ask this man a question, hold on. Are you a beta male? Beta! Beta, beta, beta. Why are you gay? You know what I mean? Weak, weak, pathetic. All right, beta. Weak-minded, simple man. What a bum!
0: You're dumb fucking. Dumb fucking. Whoa! Dumb.
1: All right. <laughs> what a bum. <laughs> she didn't call. Remember those days, some guys, some of y'all remember those days. You don't want to be honest with yourself. That's fine. I'll be honest for you. Remember the days when you were so infatuated with a woman and you would have those opportunities throughout the day to have that small conversation, whether it's you actually seeing the woman. Are you just texting a woman, right? Or messaging a woman or whatever. And, like, how excited you would get. Don't y'all remember the good old days, right? Emotional damage. Right. Exactly. Guys, you got to understand something, man. And, And this is just the truth, right? When the men have that emotional, when they have, like, that emotional adjustment, that's what I'll call it. It's an emotional adjustment an EA right EA sports. It's in the game An emotional adjustment to a woman, meaning that he's willing to emotionally bend backwards for a woman. He'll go arguing back and forth with a woman. He's most likely raised from a woman. So he is simply of the woman. He doesn't identify as woman, but how he reacts and how he communicates, he identifies with woman. I'm cooking. I'm cooking right now. But that's how these guys act. And women, I don't even think they really even care at first because they're either seeing what he has um, when it comes to materialism or she's noticing what he is capable of financially and down the road in terms of, you know, this guy will have this soon or he's making this much, this much amount, but he's moving on to another company or another job. He's making more money. However the fuck women look at it. And... These men are the ones who are easily manipulated, easily gaslighted, easily lied to, easily played and cheated on, and the first guys who are considered nothing more than cucks.
0: Cucks, right? Despicable. Maybe she was just tired. I told myself, deciding to wait until the morning before panicking. The next day came and went still without a word from her. I tried calling her a few times only to be met with her voicemail. The silence was unnerving. I couldn't (laughs) help but let my mind wander to the worst possibilities. Had something happened to her, was she in trouble? I had no way of knowing. It was that evening when I noticed it, she had left her laptop at home. She rarely logged out of her email. So it was easy for me to take a peek. What I found shook me to the core A flight confirmation email from Nashville to Atlanta. Only it wasn't for one person, it was for two. My heart sank as I read the email over and over again. Who was the other ticket for? Why hadn't she mentioned this? The sense of dread was like a stone in my stomach. It was clear that this was no ordinary vacation. Mission failed. We'll get next time.
1: (laughs) What a bum. (laughs) <laughs> oh god man It's just it just feels so much better to be single. I don't understand. Like I really I really don't get it what the fuss is all about. When you hear about situations like this, you have a guy who's so weak and pathetic. He believes that his woman generally gives a shit about him and everything like that. When she only sees him at a a certain point, like I'll just be real with you, like at a certain point, and I mentioned this when I tried to do the last episode last night instead of this morning. So when a guy finally figures out, okay, a woman is, is cheating or if he gets, if he hears speculation or if he notices things, he may ignore it, right? That's his denial stage and from denial, sometimes directly after denial, it's confirmation, but it's not, you're not accepting it yet, but you're, you're knowing it's taking place. So now you have an anger stage. Now you're angry about it. But then after that, you accept it for what it is. You realize that it's time to push forward and it's acceptance. So it's denial, anger and acceptance. This guy, I don't know where he's at. I think he was in denial the entire time. And deep inside, he knew something was up with the vacation sort of coming out of nowhere. And the fact that a woman was going out there and moving around with another guy and told the dude as if, you know, she's just going by herself that's cold that's cold
0: and i had a sinking feeling that this wasn't going to turn out well the next day my mind was buzzing with questions as i drove to work i decided to make a quick detour turning my car towards the offices of my wife's travel agency my heart rate increased as i parked outside the sleep building i approached the reception desk (laughs) trying to keep my voice steady i explained that i was concerned about my wife's trip The receptionist, a kind looking woman, looked at me sympathetically. She told me she couldn't give me detailed information, but she did confirm that my wife was indeed traveling with another person, but chill ran down my spine. As I thanked the receptionist and left, my mind was racing. The mystery companion wasn't a relative or a close friend. I checked with all of them. It was someone unknown to me, someone my
1: It's a guy, she is fucking, you fucking bum. You idiot! You dummy! Sir, the guy or the person that you're worried about, you probably should be worried about, sure. But it's probably just the guy that, you know, she's sucking and fucking every now and then.
0: Dirty, low-down slut.
1: You know what I mean? But you thought otherwise. Sad, man. Guys get married for what? (laughs) I hate to be like that, but let's be honest, man. Guy gets married for what? What's the fucking... Like, all right, women today aren't trying to have kids like that. Can we agree with that? Yeah, sure. All right. So women aren't trying to have kids like that. And if women are trying to have kids, they're not trying to stay and the relationships with the men and be two parents taking care of a child because she'll get benefited by the government regardless. So we can come to that conclusion as well, correct? All right, cool. There's no benefit for a man being married outside of the basic constitutional aspect. You're getting married to have children having children to start a family, starting a family, you know, you see where it's going, right? Like today, there's more abortions than babies being born. There's rarely a two parent household nowadays. The younger these mothers become, the more uneducated and just illogical they become. They have the children, they take care of the children, and then they go out there on dating apps and expect men to take care of the children for them. I mean, only in America
0: had chosen not to mention. My gut churned at the thought. Back at home, I spent the evening going through my wife's emails and texts, desperate for any clue. It felt wrong to pry into her personal life, but I needed answers. The silence from my wife was deafening. Each passing hour was like a weight on my chest, and I found myself longing for the sound of her laughter filling our home. In the depths (laughs) of my search, I found something that stopped me in my tracks. A string of messages between my wife and an unknown number filled Uh with flirtatious undertone. Uh-huh. And plans to meet in Atlanta Yeah Man. she
1: finna I- suck dick dude <laughs> That's the best That's the best response ever Yeah dude She finna go out there You know Suck a dick You know what I'm saying She might go out there to meet some woman Eat some pussy You know what I'm saying She might go out there and do that She might cut loose You know what I mean Oh, she out there talking to, like, a block number. <laughs> you know she getting pumped. Bruh. What do they call it? Pound Town. She's being took to Pound Town. These fucking whores. Despicable. Basurach. Whores. Right? Hold up. Whores.
0: Dirty, low-down slut.
1: I should have put all that together. That would, that would have sound a lot better. That would have had a... Uh, that would have been more... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Congruent.
0: Seeing that, I had a sinking feeling. The realization hit me like a ton of bricks. My wife was having an affair. I felt lost and alone, drifting in a sea of betrayal. The evidence was what right the there, fuck? but accepting it Drifted. was another story. Drift? ha, 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 ha.
1: <laughs> ah drifting in a sea of betrayal beta wow how poetic what a
0: fruit stop it get some help woman I loved, who I'd spent the better part of a decade with, was having an affair. I decided to confront the person my wife had been communicating with. It was a risky move, but I was past the point of caution. I dialed the unknown number from her messages and waited, my heart pounding. A deep voice answered, a voice I didn't recognize. Keeping my tone steady, I introduced myself as Laura's husband. There was a moment of silence on the other end of the line. Then, the man confirmed what I already knew. His name was Paul, and he was in Atlanta with Laura, the call ended with an icy politeness, leaving me staring at the silent phone in disbelief. I felt like I wasn't. In-
1: Sir, you have been eliminated. Okay? The time that you invested into the woman. I mean not the black pill you per se, but the time that you invested in the woman meant nothing at that point. You're eliminated. Mission out. We'll out next time. Ba- uh. What a mess, dude. What a fucking mess, dude. And you're just floating? What did he say? He was floating? Or he was swimming? <laughs> or whatever the fuck. Backstroking? <laughs> Pause. <laughs> fucking floating in a sea of betrayal,
0: huh? You're dumb fuck
1: that's what that sounds like dummy
0: nightmare unable to wake up it was time to tell my family what was happening. I dialed my sister Emily. Her shock mirrored my own as I explained the situation. She was supportive, offering her help and asking if I was okay. The rest of the day went by fast. I met with Emily and explained everything in person. She suggested I speak to a lawyer and I agreed. I ended the day sitting in the quiet of our house. My thoughts a jumble, reality was sinking in. My wife was on a romantic vacation with another man and I was Damn, alone, man. facing the wreckage
1: Getting her back blown out, she getting violated, dude. go down. She's getting violated, brother.
0: <laughs>
1: That's funny. That's not though, but it is. So like, this guy, cause he's an idiot, right? He is. He is a dummy. He's stupid. He's dumb. You know. He's not questioning the woman. Nothing. Like ironically enough, he questions the woman, right? This is how this is how things works. She'll question a woman. But she'll question a woman when it's like entirely too late. Like it's way too fucking late. You know what I mean? You're not you don't have you don't have that uh you don't have that space. You don't you don't have that authority at that point. This guy's a weakling. He's a bum. He's a peasant. His woman just played him. And, and God knows how many other times she's done it. Ay ay ay. Hold up. Are you a beta male?
0: Beta! 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 <laughs> relationship i once thought was perfect i woke up the next day feeling numb this wasn't how i imagined my life would turn out but there was no time for self-pity i had to act fast and decisively the first thing i did was open a new bank account and move my funds there okay. this might sound hasty but i wanted to safeguard uh-uh. my financial stability uh-uh. once that was done i started a tedious process of removing laura as an authorized user from my credit cards my mm. business credit cards everything Next, I called my lawyer a man who had helped my family in the past his name was robert and no nonsense guy who knew his stuff he advised me to gather evidence of laura's infidelity and assured me he would help me through the upcoming legal battles my next call was to the travel agency laura used i posed as her husband who wanted to surprise her on her trip and they unsuspectingly gave me the hotel she was staying at i thanked (laughs) them for their help my voice shaking
1: yo you So let me tell you how, let me tell you how deep this situation is, right? So he already confirmed the person that she was sleeping with and she met up with because he already went on her laptop and had the emails and the conversations and the chat logs as the great Chris Hansen would say Dateline NBC to catch a predator of their liaison Right. So he already knew. So now the guy knows. But did the guy tell the woman? Does the woman pretty much from how the woman reacted and how she played the role as if she wanted and it's just her going it might have been him telling her that they're going and he was paying for the trip. Who knows how this shit works out?
0: It was a low point, pretending to plan a romantic surprise for a woman who was betraying me. In the late afternoon, Emily came over. She was a beacon of support in a time of chaos, helping me sort through my emotions and figure out my next steps. (laughs) That night, we ordered pizza and spent the evening sorting through Laura's belongings. The following day, I woke up early. I took the first flight to Atlanta. Every minute on the plane felt like an eternity the excitement and fear mixing into a potent cocktail. Upon landing, I wasted no time. I got into a cab and headed straight to the hotel Laura was staying at. I was an emotional wreck on top of being nervous. The opulence of the hotel did nothing to calm my nerves. Instead, it made me wonder how Laura could be so selfish to spend our money like this. In the lobby, I asked the receptionist, has she seen this woman? I pulled out my phone and showed her a photo. She said she has seen her a few times. I asked the receptionist, she alone then she freaked out and didn't give me any more information what i decided to do was just hang out in the lobby to see if she would show up or if i saw her with her affair partner a few hours later my wish was granted now as i peeked around the corner making sure she couldn't see me it was her and her affair partner walking hand in hand then they sneaked a kiss while they were holding hands i calmly said smile for the camera i managed to snap two quick photos and a 15 second video of them showing affection to each other when they realized they were being watched. My wife screamed and the guy I spoke to on the phone was apologizing. My wife didn't say anything. It looked like she had this deer in the headlights look. I left without causing a scene. I had seen enough.
1: So, and of course I didn't listen to any of these, by the way. It appears to be, I appear to be correct where the guy who was with the woman who was sleeping with the woman and who went on vacation with this woman, a married woman, by the way, not to say that that fucking means anything today. Let's be honest. Um, He knew he had the conversation with the guy. He pretty much told the guy that, yeah, your wife is down here, etc. <clears throat> but he never told the woman. So I guess the woman's finding out for the first time and boy, oh boy.
0: What a mess proof i needed for the divorce i returned to my hotel my mind a whirlwind of thoughts i took out my phone and dialed robert's number he needed to know what had happened and we had to move ahead with the divorce a couple of days later i sat in robert's office looking at the pile of papers on his desk the divorce proceedings had officially started robert explained the procedure to me in simple terms there would be negotiations about property division financial assets and other matters he told me that he would handle the legal complexities and all I needed to do was to remain honest and consistent in my testimony. The proceedings went on for weeks. Each day, I was reminded of Laura's betrayal. Each day, I had to face the painful truth. Laura tried to deny the accusations at first, but the evidence was against her. The video evidence, the photographs, and the emails, the truth was in plain sight and no amount of denial could change it one day in court she broke down and admitted everything the tears the apologies they meant nothing to me anymore it was too late for apologies the damage had been done and no eliminated. amount of tears could wash it away Bye-bye. during the final hearing the judge granted me the divorce yet as i walked out i couldn't help but feel a sense of loss the woman i had loved the woman i had trusted had turned out to be a stranger after the divorce life moved forward one step at a time the nights were the hardest being alone in the house we had once shared. It was in the silence of those nights that the truth hit the hardest. But each morning, Beta. the sun rose, and so did I, determined to heal and move on. <laughs> I began seeing a therapist to help Burn me navigate on. through the sea Burn. of emotions. Beta. Every session was an opportunity to pour up.
1: Burn. Hold up, hold up. Beta! Oh my fucking God. Yo, think about how fucked up that is in life you're the one that's cheated on and you have to go see a therapist. (laughs) Is there not like a dark humor? Isn't there not like a comedy factor of that? You didn't cheat, right? You got cheated on, but you're the one seeking therapy. I'm sorry. That's like, there's a comedic relief with that, right? Because it's like, What about the woman that cheated on you? Oh, she's just out there with the other guy. Oh, okay. But you have to take, you're taking antidepressants. You're going to see a therapist and you did nothing wrong. Whatever. Whatever floats your boat, man.
0: Crazy. Grief, anger, and betrayal. In every session, I found myself getting stronger. About three months after the divorce, I heard through the grapevine my ex wife had lost her job at the call center. Apparently, she had gotten involved with another employee, and they don't tolerate office romance. Dirty low down slut.
1: Now, that was your woman.
0: That was a woman that he was head over heels for. Never heard from my ex-wife again. We never had any kids together, and I am thankful for that. I was going to post my story on Reddit, but I came across Tony's channel, (laughs) and he allowed me to share my story with other people who might be going through the same thing. Good choice.
1: Good choice, buddy, because they would have ate you alive in Reddit, man. No mercy in Reddit. It kind of just became a zoo. So like anything that involves logic, like it's out the window when it comes to Reddit. So it's pretty much every man for himself. It's like Reddit is like realistically the Royal Rumble without wrestling. Realistically speaking, you know. But wow, guys, damn bad married to women um, having a investment into a woman and, and for what and it's not that every guy goes through this but a lot of guys just aren't aware and guys who are aware they know it's taking on they know it's taking place they don't want to admit it and what's worse I had to wipe this fucking grass off my fucking arm what's worse is by the time they reach a point to where a woman just is open about it and she doesn't care those guys will be cucks like they they won't care they'll they'll stay with the woman no matter what so they're willing to do anything and everything and all of that's fine and you know As long as a woman comes back to him, you know, guys like Destiny, Cucks, despicable men, those type of guys. It's like, yo, how is there a committed relationship if you're fucking a porn star? I'm not talking about anybody in particular, but it's just that mindset, or it's just that that scenario of how dumb and stupid can you possibly get, right? Like, oh, I'm with a woman, she's an adult, Um, film star but you know we're committed you know I stay faithful for her she stay faithful for me but she sucks dick and fucks guys on camera oh nah there's nothing wrong with it it's just a part of her professionalism and you know it's just her job man that's what she does you know she brings home the money man nothing wrong with that right everything's totally fine right right stop it get some help fuck out of here you know what I mean fuck out Mm. Mm, mm. you know what I mean get the fuck out of here but guys they try to make that shit acceptable and what's crazy about it like they're so set on this shit like they'll go above and beyond to represent it so it, it becomes like a religion to them like guys who are cucks it's like a religious movement it's like they're the fucking um, televangelists. And every one of them got their own little cult. They got their own little following. And anything that they say, these people do. These guys are like borderline Jim Jones pretty much at this point. Motherfucker jumps off a clip. Everybody's jumping off the clip. It's like The Happening, you know what I'm saying, for people who have ever seen that movie. But... A lot of guys, man, they just don't know any better. They haven't. It's not even that they haven't been around enough women. It's the fact that they don't accept the nature of women. Like a guy in reality, a guy can be around women 24 seven, conversate with women 24 seven and identify with the same thoughts and emotions as women. The woman won't look at them as anything other than a woman. That's how deep the shit gets. So even a guy who's been around women, know what women talk about, know this, know that. Those guys can still be peasants to women. Like, and 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 most most guys who are married, that's the mindset that they have. He takes his girl shopping. No, he don't just take his girl shopping. You kidding me? He takes his girl shopping and he takes her friend shopping. Bruh. He goes out to dinner. She'll say something stupid like, oh, I got this friend who's coming down from such and such. Can she go out to dinner with us? Oh, he's like, oh, sure, honey. She shows up. He knows he's paying. He know he paying for both bitches. So he's like guys like this, man, y'all deserve the treatment. (coughs) Y'all deserve the treatment, man. Because really. It's like. It's like guys who subscribe to women on OnlyFans or who give women uh, who subscribe. That's what they call right? The subscriptions or whatever. Like, that's like giving bitches money on OnlyFans monthly and expecting something in return. Like, that's how illogical it is. It doesn't sound illogical. It is illogical. But they do it. A lot of guys, they see and deal with or have dealt with women before. They know the woman that they're dealing with is kind of loose. The way that she acts about certain things. Kind of loose, kind of the party animal, kind of the busybody. Maybe she was a thing in um, high school. Maybe she was a thing in um, college years. Maybe she's a weekend warrior where she just goes out and gets hammered, sleeps with whoever on weekends because she works long hours during the week. And one man can't satisfy her because she had enough men. to put together a fucking military. Like, who knows? Just speculation, just thoughts. Nothing major. But like I said, I wanted to do something similar to what I did yesterday, and I'm glad I did this episode because I have the time to do it. Now I just have all this other shit that I gotta do. Well, not all this other shit, but I'm pretty much looking at what I have to do. I'm I'm eyeing it down, right? It's not a lot, but it's enough. And on top of that. What else do I have? No, that's it. Oh, no, over there, too. All right. One area and I'm already parked in that area. So directly after I uh, wrap this shit up, I'm going to wrap up the we- the rest of this work day. I have something planned tonight. I'm just not sure what it is yet. I just knew that. I wanted to be able to get these videos or not videos, but to get the episode this morning uploaded, which I did at the job. And I'm gonna have this episode uploaded before I get back to work and finish everything that I gotta finish. Then the nighttime episode, I don't know, man. I gotta dig some things up. Gotta dig some uh, videos up, some topics. I've kind of just been super busy throughout the week, just working and shit. So it's kind of been difficult to kind of come up with a topic. and something to really talk about directly. I've kind of just been in the, the mood for a lot of cheating stories and pointing out the comedy within that and how just men are some men are just unaware, right? They're unaware and they don't want to acknowledge woman's nature. And I don't say woman's nature for women to get upset and and to get offended, but it's just it is what it is. Right. The same feminine, friendly nature of of certain women can be the same fierce. Cunt worthy. um, Type of demeanor that woman also has. It's just a reality. I'm sure women can come up with a lot of things, though, toxic, misogynistic. I legit don't give a fuck. I just want to throw that out there. I legit, I I can care less about that term. It's almost like how if you're a white person and you're not racist, if someone calls you a racist, it's like they're trying to take away your money. Like that's how deep, that's how deep shit is. And you can buck you can buck to these people and try to prove to people that you're not a racist. Or if you're actually not a racist, guess what? You, have, you would have nothing to prove. You could respectfully tell those people to go fuck themselves. What would you have to prove to them? Who are them? Who are they for you to have to prove anything to? But then you would have to say that about your worldly surroundings. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's the whole like the guys, they've they've fantasized their situations with women, but they don't realize that it doesn't exist. It's only their imagination. From a woman's perspective, she's probably fucking miserable and just waiting for the opportunity to cheat on you. Some women, they do it, they do it and claim to still care about the husband and shit like that but I don't believe that because their sexual nature isn't that way they've created, they've created a alternative or sort of a alter ego of themselves, which is social media. And their animation is simply their filters and their filters in real life is simply makeup. So if you think about it, it really ain't that much of a separation where when I say things like women are manufactured, I mean that in a sense of pop culture and what they are influenced by. Their ideas are manufactured, their thoughts are manufactured, their opinions are manufactured. They have no I mean, some women have a creative, they have a creative process, but it's usually for something absolutely negative and completely destructive for men. I mean, OnlyFans is a pretty tight racket, right? OnlyFans is a pretty tight racket where these women are able to make money without leaving the house. There is something to be said about that, but it's not really the creativity of them. It's really the geniuses that created the application. Now, some people, they'll demonize them. How dare you give credit to the people who created it? They're not the ones that putting their bodies out there. They allow other people to do it for them. If you think about it, before I end this off, it's almost how YouTube became what it became today. Where the idea was it was the people broadcasting themselves and it was the regular people becoming the content creators. And what happened was even in the beginning, they sort of blew up instantly and they realized other companies realized other advertisement um, agencies and whatever places that they drop advertisements at ads and shit for videos, they realized, well, wait, if everybody's coming to this platform, we'll invest money to put our ads into YouTube, YouTube was like, sure. Now at first nobody noticed it like, okay, little five second ad. You can exit. Then you'll have the 30 second ads. You can skip five seconds. All right, whatever. But then it outdone television. <laughs> this is where we're at today. YouTube is outdoing TV to where now you gotta have a YouTube TV premium account because people they figured it out that people are on YouTube more than they're on television because dumbasses like me who are at work and want to listen to something funny I may go on YouTube real quick. That's a television, pretty much, an app, but the channels, the actual channels, literally, pun intended are everyday people. They're not just snobs, but now the snobs, they've gotten all involved in it. Mainstream media got their hand in it. All these um, channels that that don't do shit on TV, on actual television, they got a YouTube channel to try to promote their shitty new shows. But it was the people who actually had the control of that first. But now it's like some people, they'll willingly sell Parts of themselves, meaning they'll tone down completely just to be a part of the, 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 you know, the team, you know, just to get the plaque, you know, just to get more views and shit like that. And it's sad because you can tell with how how people start off, they have such enthusiasm to what they talk about and passion, and then you see them years down the line, you know, they made a deal. You know, you know that they they have something else going on. They're they're running on a different program, or not even a a legitimate program, but I mean a different program and way of thinking. If you can catch my drift, so it it, it all becomes a circus act. It's like um, Howard Stern. That's how I kind of looked at Howard Stern. Howard the Howard Stern now was always that Howard Stern. That's the point I'm making. Like the Howard Stern today has always been that Howard Stern. He wasn't the wild shock jock, this jockey type guy. He was kind of a square to himself. His ego came with his fame, which is how most people work, right? When you get results on doing something good, you may have um, a braggadocious attitude or a confidence or a swagger moving forward, right? And what happened with Howard Stern was his fame and his success came from the people that worked for him. That's the kick. See, Howard Stern will probably never figure that out until his last days. Then he'll come to the conclusion that, hey, if it wasn't for Jackie, if it wasn't for Robin, if it wasn't for Artie, if it wasn't for Fred, if it wasn't for Gary, if it wasn't for all these people, I would have shit. Now, I, I may have I may have had gotten the same credibility somewhere later on, but not the way that he did blowing up. But he's today like super liberal. to show, like it's it's crazy. It's almost like, it's weird though. And it's disturbing if you think about it because of how he started up and the shit that he was talking about and how like a lot of his shit was considered cutting edge at the time. And even like the setting of his shows today, it's all white walls and like like sunset pictures in the background. It's like, what happened? Now, I get it. People get old, but yeah, people get old and retire. You don't get old and acknowledge the fact that you're old and, you know, ignore all of the shit that you did in the past, because that's like, you know, disingenuous. But that's how a lot of these guys are, man. It's like a part of a routine. They have to put themselves out there. They got to do shocking and humiliating shit because it's all a part of the ritual. It's part of the routine. Okay, you shamed yourself enough. Here's some shekels. Here's some shakoi. Have a nice day. We'll call you later on. We need you to do something else dumb to keep the money that you have. And that's what happened to him. Look at the other guys. Besides the people who are close to Stern, look at the other guys, like look at Artie. Nobody even knows where where Artie's at and what Artie's doing. But he was one of the funniest comedians in my opinion and definitely one of the funniest people on Howard Stern. People to this day will still talk about Artie Lang in his stand up and in in a lot of the segments on Howard Stern and people like myself, I would say I'm a little bit more biased because he's from Jersey. I, I would only listen to a lot of Stern clips that had Artie involved in it, even when Artie was on fucking heroin and shit and all types of drugs. He was more entertaining than most of the people on the show. On the drugs and off the drugs, but mostly on the drugs. But anyway, get ready to wrap this shit up, finish what I got to finish, get enough time to upload this episode. But as I always say, in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel signing out. Peace.